This is Encore Performances, reconnecting with friends of GBA. I'm your host, Joel Carson, the Executive Director of the Geoprofessional Business Association. GBA is known for engaging with amazing speakers at our conferences, and in this series, we reconnect with past keynotes that have become old friends of GBA to see where life has taken them and learn from their journey. They are American heroes, best-selling authors, business leaders, executive coaches, all experts in their field and brilliantly engaging. I hope you enjoy reconnecting with these friends of GBA as much as I do. Today, I'm reconnecting with a high-energy keynote speaker from our 2016 Fall Conference held in the Emerald City, Seattle, Washington. I'm thrilled to be talking with creativity guru, customer experience expert, and employee engagement engineer, Jeff Tobe. Certified speaking professional Jeff Tobe was chosen by readers of Convention and Meetings Magazine as one of the top 15 speakers in North America. He's one of the most dynamic speakers in the world and prides himself on presenting up-to-the-minute, cutting-edge material as it relates to designing the ideal customer experience by getting your people more engaged in what they do every day. He's the author of the wildly popular book, Coloring Outside the Lines, and he's the co-author of a new book, Anticipate, Knowing What Customers Need Before They Do which is quickly becoming one of the hottest business books in the market today. It is great to talk with you again, Jeff Tobe. Welcome to Encore Performances. Thanks. So nice to be here, Joe. I want to hear more, though. Could you keep introducing me? That sounded great. <laughs> so, Jeff, again, you spoke to us in 2016, and you talked about the importance of training ourselves to be more creative at what we do as geoprofessionals. You challenged us to get past that mindset of this is the way we've always done it and identified why change is so hard for people. Well, we've never experienced so much disruption in business as we have in the last six months. Why do we need to embrace change now even more and get past our ways of doing things the way we've always done them to stay relevant? Yeah, well, you remember my pet peeve is that saying, but that's the way we've always done it. And you're really talking about the two C's. You're talking about creativity and change, which to me are inextricable, Joel. Um, I just want to cite a, a survey I just read uh, by Forrester, a survey company. And they, they surveyed 1,500 executives in various and diverse industries and back in 2019. And they found that 82% of those executives uh, said that uh, creativity was one in their top five attributes they looked for uh, in their employees. Well, they redid the survey in, in um, May, right in the middle of all this, and that's gone up to 96%. Wow. 96% of, of um, CEOs look for creativity now as one of their top five attributes. And of those 96%, 58% are actually setting goals around creative outcomes. So that's why creativity right now is so important. Leaders are uh, who are more comfortable with creativity are also ambiguous more comfortable with ambiguity <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say ambiguity <laughs> but what all it means is they're I think leaders are becoming more uh, flexible as well 
you know, but as far as change, look what it's done. We, we've had to embrace technology, right? I mean, GBA has, has obviously done that and done it well with your, uh, with your spring conference and, and now with this series that you're doing. Um, there's been dramatic shifts in industries and, and they may be short term, but I, I really believe that um, what it's doing is teaching us to be more flexible and, and, and that's okay. And having to respond uh, to crisis and the crisis is gonna happen in our businesses all the time. I think it's just time to, my three R's, if you will, are we need to retool, rethink, rethink and reimagine right now. It's a great way to remember those, the three R's. What's so important right now for us to stay relevant? Absolutely. I know customer service is really near and dear to your heart. And you talked with us about improving customer experience and you emphasized the importance of increasing value to the perceived cost by changing our perspective. You led us through some, some uh, tools to, to uh, recognize that and to help elevate that in our minds. How can our listeners look through our customers' lenses now and creatively increase value for them? Well, first of all, I think that GBA put the pressure on all of their members because if I remember correctly, or maybe it's even on your website, um, somebody, somebody, I think it may have been used uh, in 2016, said that geoprofessionals um, are making the earth habitable, habitable for humans. And I think that's just an awesome responsibility, isn't it? And so the value that, that you bring to the table already is, is huge. But let's drill down a little bit when we're talking about the, the customer. I just want to share a quick story with you if I can. Uh, before the pandemic hit, I had an appointment with my dentist to get my teeth cleaned. And um, before my appointment, the pandemic hit, we were uh, quarantining. And, um, and of course, I had to reschedule or they had to reschedule my appointment. Um, the day comes that I was supposed to have the appointment and I opened my front door and there on my front step was a little package. And in the package was the toothbrush I normally would have gotten and the toothpaste and the dental floss with a postcard from my dentist that said, we're really sorry that this happened. We miss you. Can't wait to see you when things calm down a little. They had wow. hand delivered it to my house. Now, I know that's not a huge deal, but what it tells me is that it's more important now to keep contact with our customer, our clients, uh, than it ever has been before. And I think what's happened is, unfortunately, there's a lot of organizations who are so caught up in what's happening internally that they're kind of forgetting the customer, just assuming that the customer will be there when this is all passed. And I think it's a big mistake, and especially for those uh, organizations who thought this would be short term, right? Uh, you know, and, and we'll get through this quickly. And, and remember that I also say customer is internal and external. <laughs> so uh, when it comes to cost versus value, I think it's more important now more than ever to start thinking about how do we increase that value in our customers' minds so it becomes a bigger issue than the cost issue, the cost of doing business, the cost of whatever it is we're asking them to do. Wow. That was a powerful story. And uh, I hope that our listeners can uh, can somehow take that uh, experience and uh, apply it to their businesses because you're right. I think we get really caught up in what we're doing uh, internally and forgetting that uh, really none of us would be in business without our customers, with our clients. And they're going through the same thing also. And uh, we need to make sure that we're paying attention now more than ever. 
yeah, are we, are we empathizing with them, Joel? I mean, are we doing everything we can to help them, even if it has nothing to do with our relationship with them uh, business-wise? That, that's the key. I think it's just that showing that we care right now. Yeah, agreed. So, Jeff, I understand that you're presenting a brand new program called Leading in Turbulent Times. And these are definitely turbulent times. So what are the main principles or tenets that leaders or prospective leaders have to keep in mind during these turbulent times? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I love this new program, if I do say so myself, just because it, things have changed so much. Um, but, you know, the first one is what I call uh, reconsider the five C's. You notice I use, I use a lot of, <laughs> of uh, the alphabet, but the five C's of decision making. And, and they're simple, you know, one is we have to be clear right now because we're doing so much more over technology, not in person. We've got to be uh, clear in our message. The second is be consistent. And this is the one I harp on. I, I just have to share another story with you if I can. When my wife and I first got pregnant, uh, 32 years ago, <laughs> that um, the friend of a, a close friend of my dad's came to me and he said, Jeff, can I give you some advice about being a parent? I said, sure. He said, your kid, uh, you will never know what your kids will say, what they'll do or how they'll act in any situation, but they must always know what you'll say, what you'll do or how you'll act in any situation. And to me, that's, that was perfect, not only for being a parent, but for being a leader right now. You know, your people need consistency. The other C is, is just being confident. And I know that uh, this sounds like an easy thing for some people, but it's just being confident that um, we don't know what the future is going to bring and we're in this together. And the last C is just be concise in, in your messages. I can't tell you how many um, leaders I coach right now who are having a challenge with this. They, they just so much information they want to put out to their people, to their, uh, their customers, and they're just not being concise. The, the second thing that I, I talk about in that program is that we have to accept that there's always more than one right answer. And I, I know you probably remember this from my presentation to GBA, but I truly believe that if we see the world through our customer's eyes, we'll see the way we, our customer buys. But right now, like I say, flexibility and, and accepting that there's always, always, always more than one right answer. Um, one of the other things that, that I, I talk about is become a storyteller as well. And, and what do I mean by that? That's kind of a stretch, but especially if you're working remotely, don't forget that your people have stories that they used to share over their cubicles or, or at the water cooler, and now they're not able to do that. I challenged, um, I, I do some uh, uh, consulting with a large insurance company out of Florida, and I challenged the CEO to uh, suggest this to all his 700 employees. And basically what they did, he asked them to do was just send in stories, send in anything you want, artwork, anything that kind of shows us what's going on in your life every day. And it became so popular that they had to start an internal website just to house all the artwork and all the videos and pictures. And it was wonderful. But, you know, even one of the employees who he laid off, had laid off, but would have access to this website, said that it's just, you know, made the, the, the circumstances so much better because they got to keep in touch with people. And wow. the last one, Joel, I know this is probably more than you, you wanted to hear, but the last thing is really about, we have to re-engage our people at a whole new level. And, and I think part of that, what I'm saying is, you have to become a relationship manager, not a task manager. If you become a relationship manager, the tasks will get done. 
And so it, it is about engaging our people differently. It's using technology to engage them, uh, whatever that is. And remember that my whole tenet is the more engaged people are internally, the better the experience externally. Yeah, that sounds like a fabulous program. Again, that's leading in turbulent times. Um, and how is that program being delivered, Jeff? All virtual right now, of course. Um, you know, I've got my studio. I, I was watching a, a lot of news programs during all this, and I happened to notice that the smart people seem to have books behind them. So that's why I now put books behind me. They're all my book, but <laughs> there are books behind them. So, no, I, I you know, I, I've been fortunate because I've been presenting virtually for years and years. So this isn't a huge leap for me. I'm just doing a lot more virtual presentations to organizations and to individual companies if they're interested. Awesome. So one of the questions that I've been asking those on Encore performances is um, a mess for a message of hope. And um, so I've asked my friends and colleagues to fill in the blank for this statement. So Jeff, will you fill in the blank for the silver lining in all of this is blank? Oh my gosh. I, I, I see so many silver linings, but I probably the overall um, umbrella would be that it's giving us an amazing opportunity right now to take a look at our business and remember the, the three R's, you know, retool, rethink, and, and reimagine. I think that two things that I've seen happen personally with uh, companies that I'm consulting with. One, productivity has increased. And I think people are amazed. They thought that people staying home uh, wouldn't increase productivity would be a problem. But I think the lack of commute, depending on the, the cities, I know you wouldn't know about that, Joe, but <laughs> lack, lack of commute, um, uh, I think, and plus fewer distractions from their coworkers, have, and fewer meetings have just increased productivity. And the second thing is, I, I believe that employees appreciate um, the employers prioritizing safety, it, you know, if they are working from home. And so I think employees are more engaged uh, when they're not worrying about their health. So uh, two silver lines, they increase productivity and, and higher engagement. Yeah, that is great message of hope. Great uh, reflection on what's going on right now. So these are dynamic times. And I know that you normally spend a lot of your time traveling the world, inspiring leaders with your messages. So what are you focusing your time on now in addition to your new program, Leading in Turbulent Times? Uh, besides getting to know my wife again, after 38 years of marriage, I, I will say very quickly that she handed me a comic the other day. I'm not sure what she was trying to tell me, but it was two neighbors, two women across the road from each other. One yells to the other, uh, where's your husband? First, another one says, he's in the garden. She said, I can see your garden, he's not there. She said, you have to dig a little. <laughs> no, I'm not sure what the message was there, but to answer your question, I, I, as I said, I, I'm busy with virtual presentations uh, to companies of all sizes. Um, but I also wanted to talk about something else just to, that I'm doing. It's just uh, totally free, but I've joined forces with three other world thought leaders in the area of uh, business culture. So culture in organizations, no matter their size. And uh, every other Wednesday, we do a free one hour or 45 minute uh, discussion, the four of us talking about culture and business. And that's called every other Wednesday. So we're kind of held to a schedule. Um, <laughs> but hey, people can go to eowednesday.com and you can uh, register or just find out information or listen to past episodes. 
But the thing I'm most excited about is a brand new book pro project. Uh, one of the things that I talk about in all of my talks is uh, the fact that, that um, uh, you know, when one way to look at customer experience is really to ask ourselves, what is the customer saying? And so I've always had this saying, what comes after the but? What comes after the but simply means, you know, it, it, it's uh, when somebody says, I, I love Boline, I, I love Joel and working with him, but, you know, <laughs> I love going, you know, their restaurant is wonderful, but, and when we start asking that as an organization, as a minute, but we become 100% customer focused. So the new book is called What Comes After the But? With one T. With one T, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully it'll be released uh, this fall. Awesome. So where do people go uh, to connect with you, to find out about your books, uh, to order books? Where, where can our listeners go? Well, I got an offer, as a matter of fact. Uh, if your listeners have not received my book in the past and they want a copy, um, send an email to my email address, and this is how you contact me, jeff at jefftobe.com. Uh, just put in the uh, subject line, free book, and I'll send you a PDF of the book. It won't be the actual book, and it won't be a Kindle copy, but I, I'm glad to send you a PDF copy uh, free. So I, again, that's jeff at jefftobe.com, and just put free book in the subject line. Wow. I'll be doing that. Actually, I have a, cop a hard copy, so I, I won't be. Right? Thank you. <laughs> um, and again, your website is www.jefftobe.com. And information that you've shared will be included in the show notes um, so people can refer to there to uh, connect with you. Thank you, Jeff. So before we leave, though, uh, what message would you want to leave us with? I think, you know, that again, uh, keep thinking about the opportunity this has provided us. Uh, we need to be positive versus negative. I, I think that right now, um, it's a wonder, wonderful opportunity for all of us in business and I think personally as well uh, to start focusing on those relationships. Maybe those relationships with our customers that we've let uh, dwindle, those relationships with our family. And so uh, the message that I have is, is really a couple things. Stay safe, stay healthy, but most importantly, stay creative. Great reminders. Thank you so much for your time today, Jeff. It's great to connect with you again. And I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks for having me, Joel. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encore Performances, Reconnecting with Friends of GBA. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe and listen to future episodes. I'm confident you'll be inspired, informed, and entertained. For more great resources to help make you and your business smarter, stronger, and more successful, visit our website at geoprofessional.org. Thank you again for listening to your continued success.